Hello and welcome to a bonus Saturday episode of Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets. We're doing a bonus episode. We got 11 games, 10 on the main DFS slate. There's one uh, afternoon game, but we're talking legal gambling in New York, uh, mobile betting all here Saturday, 9 a.m. I am, I live in New York. I live in Buffalo. So I am freaking extremely excited. I am so, it's Christmas morning. I can't wait to actually be able to put a little bit more money in the game and do it legally and all on my own and not have to ask other people, hey, do you have interest in this bet? Uh, you live in the right state. You want to split this 50-50 or whatever we had to do in the past. I know a lot of New Yorkers that like to bet feel the same and they know the struggle and, and the frustration and missing out on things and friends not answering you and all of that stuff. It's gone. It's over. We're live. It's here. Um, I'm going to be you know, a prelim, like just a note, I guess I'm only talking only about DraftKings Sportsbook for the purposes of this show, but obviously shop the books. Let us know if I ever post anything and you find it elsewhere for a better bet, send it over. Let people know. I just, for the purposes of this show, I'll, I'll just be using DraftKings Sportsbook. So we're going to get right into it because we have a lot to cover and I don't want to go too long. So the first game is Pittsburgh at Dallas, Pittsburgh minus 130. They seem to be winning night in and night out at the Stars. Um, the Stars had a very, very long break, and they came back and won in a shootout 6-5. to five. They let Florida back into the game here, but got it done anyways in the shootout. It's a great matchup. It's two pretty good teams. Um, the, the, I think the, the over-under at 5.5, it feels low as far as, like, first glance. I don't know if I'm overly bullish on jamming that, but... I do think it, it feels low and I think it's going to end up being a six by the time you hear this. Um, so I think if you get it at five and a half, it's more than fair to put money on um, it, it. You know, we're not sure who we're going to get a net at this point, but you know, Dallas brought up Brayton Holtby Pittsburgh last game was um, I believe it was Jari. Yeah, it was Tristan Jari. So it, either way, uh, I think that the goal scoring for the first line for Pittsburgh has just been absolutely electric. They found a ton of secondary scoring in Evan Rodriguez. So I think there's reasons to believe that you can definitely find the over here. I, I think that either side, it's, it's a bit more of a coin flip to me than what we're getting offered right now. And for that reason, I kind of like the plus money on Dallas at home, even though Pittsburgh's been absolutely scorching hot, minus 130 for them. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I think, did I say Pittsburgh was favorite at, I, I don't know if I did or not to start, but they are favorited. Minus 130 for Pittsburgh, plus 110 for Dallas. My heart wants to say Dallas. Um, and my head is kind of like, you really can't bet against Pittsburgh. So I'm probably not going to take it myself. Um, as far as injuries are concerned and any crazy notes, Jeff Carter is going to expect it to be out until, it said until January 8th is what I found, which is today when you're listening to this probably. So he could return, but I haven't seen anything um, to actually say that's accurate. Um, so I think he's probably going to be out. This it basically that, that, that was like the minimum he could be out. I think he'll be out a bit longer. Uh, so as far as props are concerned, you know, I, I don't, we don't have a lot right now. Um, the DraftKings did update a lot of their stuff and they're giving us a few more lines, a few more bets, same game parlays. It looks cleaner. We're getting, we're seeing a lot more stuff in general. So I'm excited to kind of look through and find more, but I think any of the goal props here are going to be decently strong, especially with a five and a half. The way their algorithm seems to work is that it just automatically nerfs a lot of the goal scorers. So like you get a lot more plus 200s for guys in great spots. Anyone on either top line feels really strong to me. 
Um, Pittsburgh hasn't been fantastic defensively. Goaltending has been good with Tristan Jari, but when not Tristan Jari, it's been bad. Um, I, Dallas has been pretty okay in that overall. So I, I think I could find a lot of the top two lines of Crosby, Russ Gensel, probably Russ Gensel, and then the hints Robertson. I don't love Pavelski normally, um, but that's kind of where I'm leaning here. Um, as far as shot props, I don't know if there's anything that I'm overly like crazy about. Ruby Hintz is normally pretty good. Russ has been awesome. So those are probably what you could talk me into, but I don't need to do it for any reason. Last time out, Gensel led them in expected goals. He had five total shots, three on net, two went into the net. Russ had one, two, three, four, five, six shots at the net, one off the post, one miss. So he ends up with four. So I like Russ a little bit more. Moving forward, got to keep this moving. I'm not going to last this long on every game. So we have the Sharks at the Flyers, even money game. The Flyers have been putrid. They're bad. They're super banged up. I don't understand the line. I get that San Jose is on the third, or I think should have been fourth leg. Maybe it is the fourth leg of a long Eastern conference trip. And they're also banged up, but I just don't think they're that bad. So I'm of, I'm okay with taking, um, San Jose here. It just doesn't feel like that's the right line. Uh, they are playing against a team that just has a lot of AHLers, a lot of guys that I've never really heard of. It's not getting any better. I mean, Cam York led them at five on five and on the power. He was power play two, but he led them in ice time as a defenseman, really as any player. And Cam York was not playing in the NHL as of two games ago. I think he's a good prospect, but I'm just not buying it. So I'm taking the Sharks here. Um, Timo Mayer, Hurdle, and Barabanov were awesome against Buffalo. I think they'll be awesome here again on the DraftKings slate. I, you know, I love all of them to do their thing. I don't know if there's one that I am crazy in on over the others, but overall, they're not, um, they're not a bad bet to, to put together on a line. Hurdles missed on his shot prop the past two times out. Timo Mayer had missed like five in a row because he was at like a three and a half, but then he hit against the Sabres for four. I don't know if I'm in on it, but Philadelphia gives up a lot of shots. I think the best angle that I'm probably looking at is Brent Burns because I think his odds at two and a half are going to be the my favorite. And with Carlson projected to probably be out um, and Middleton projected to be out, he went to the IR. That just opened up even more time and, and ice time. Well, just more, you know, leeway, I guess, maybe the word for Burns to do his thing. And he got met, uh, Mario Ferraro back, who's a really sound defenseman. So I, even though that Burns missed last time out and kind of burned us, I'm going to go back to it here. Um, I think that it's a strong bet against Philadelphia. As far as the Flyers are concerned, they're cheap. I don't love them, though, for any specific reason. So I'm probably not going to get in on it myself. Their forwards are bad. Uh, you know, without the power play run they got in that game, there really isn't anyone that would have done much of anything other than Cam Atkinson, who had what, like eight shots at net and uh, missed one and had a couple blocked, but he ended up smashing. And then Keith Yandel had five shots blocked. That's just not going to happen often. He's really has been the best rate shooter on their power play. So in games where he gets a little more run, if you find him at like one and a half, he feels like a really, really strong bet. He had 19 minutes and he's going to hit most nights on that. Um, so the Sharks, I think I covered. So yeah, we'll move forward. I like the Sharks here. Uh, I like the over slightly. I think both goaltenders are bad, but I don't think it's necessary when you get even money on the Sharks. Boston at Tampa. Uh, Tampa uh, uh, minus 145 at home. They returned to Kita Kucherov. Awesome stuff. They looked pretty good against Calgary, but I, oh my God, where is this? I have so many games up. Uh, right, right here. They won four to one. Um, I don't know why I thought they like, got outshot a little bit, but no, they looked pretty solid. And that point, Palat Kucherov line smashed. 
Um, they were all correlated on the power play except for Palat. So you're, you're, you know, I think that I I had a couple point Kucherov stacks in DFS. They weren't obviously with uh, my Kuger, uh, my Colorado stacks, which were the only thing you needed to win. But I think point Kucherov headman is a good stack on this slate because I think it's going to get pretty overlooked and it's not incredibly expensive on DraftKings. Um, let's see what they they price up Kucherov too much. All right, man. There's right here tampa bay yeah still 6500 so a really 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 solid play right there i think he, that he'll be um boston lost charlie mcavoy who i don't know and we don't have any sort of concrete news on him he could be back i'm not really betting on it myself um just don't know right now so if he is back it's going to change it up a little bit but uh without him Greslick took over the top power play um, Carlo played the most minutes and they ended up taking actually a lot of penalties against Minnesota, which kind of sunk them. What I'm getting at is it's not the same team. They, they haven't had Pasternak with Marshan and Bergeron, and we don't know if they're going to reunite them, but I don't like this Boston team as is right now. Giving guys like Clifton and, and, and Forbert and Carlo all those minutes, it's just not going to get it done against Tampa, in my opinion. So I like Tampa here. Um, I don't think that's too crazy to say. Minus 145 is a pretty solid bet. The under feels a little stronger than me. Boston just hasn't been finding the net quite enough. I think the under at plus 100 is fine. Um, and the concern is that Boston's goaltending springs, the league said it's had. Uh, if Swayman's in that again, I think that'll be fine. And, you know, Tuka Rask is on the mend and hopefully going to be back with them soon. He's in Providence and they signed him. So good luck there. We'll move forward to, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's any props in specific that I want to get to. Like all the Boston ones seem wrong. And I just don't know if Tampa ever is a team that I like to bet shot props on, but to score Kucherov might be a decent value, I hope. Um, Florida at Carolina. You know, this is a game that I didn't expect to see Carolina minus 135 in on a back-to-back against the Panthers team that, you know, seems to just find a way to get it done. And I get it. Like they're missing guys and those are really, really important guys. And with that, Barkoff and Huberto got 24 and 23 minutes to make up for it. And they almost came back and won and didn't get it done against Dallas. But I like them here on a back-to-back, against a back-to-back Carolina team um, that is losing. At last I checked, I, the game's going on right now. Uh, I can try to give it a quick peek. But they were getting the, the doors blown off of them um, early on in the first period. Now, now they're up 3-1. to one. Never mind. The second period, they've come storming back. Uh, I knew they were – it was actually tied last I checked – uh, storming back to take the lead, even though they gave up like 21 shots in the first period. But what are you going to do? I'm glad I checked, I guess, or I would have sounded stupid. But what I like here the most is I do like the over. It's six and a half. It's really tough. This is really does project to be the highest score game on the slate, the best pace game on the slate. I'm riding it. Um, I, I don't care. Like Florida, it's goaltending doesn't give me enough. I know it's been fine, but I like the over. I think there'll be a lot of goals here. I think there's a lot of DFS upside. And I think Florida finds a way to get it done on the road. Plus money on the Panthers. I think I think that you know nine times out of ten. Um, as far as props are concerned, I already kind of alluded to it, but Barkoff and Huberto play all the minutes. I kind of want him here. And I, you know, Duclair's on the top power play. He also had 17 minutes. And the guy that of his skill and the way he can play, I'm fine with him as well being in the mix. Um, their expected goals last game were 4.3. Barkov had the most shot attempts uh, other than oh, Verhage. I think he has a couple more than Verhage. Barkov shot the puck a lot. He had three get blocked, two missed the net, and then two goals and three on net. So he had a ton, a ton of shots. I'm in on it again. I think he's going to continue that with all those minutes. Give me that all day. Um, so that's probably my favorite prop on the night. 
probably going to get it at three-ish, which is fine. If it's three and a half, big plus money, it might be okay. Let's let's roll with it. Carolina, it's been all about Sveshnikov. He was like minus 170. I think it's going to stay right around there. Uh, tough to take, but I think it's fine. They have a few guys that are really starting to hover down around one and a half that I'm interested in, like Trocheck, but I kind of want to see it. I want to check what they did first before I tout anything. So Florida in this one, and we'll move on to Toronto at Colorado. Now, this game right now is going to definitely, definitely change. Um, they lost Marner. I'm almost positive. Hold on. Yeah, Marner went to the COVID list. God, I, just, I don't know how you guys do this. Like, like Cecil every week just has all this stuff together, and I, I feel like I'm, I'm scattered. Um, yeah, so Kasha, Marner, Engvel, all out with COVID. Um, not sure about Kasha, honestly, but they're all out with COVID. So that changed up the lines of a Kerfoot and um, Kerfoot, Bunting, and Matthews together. So, uh, I mean, I just don't trust this Colorado team. I mean, I don't, I, I don't trust this. Um, Colorado. I don't trust this um, Toronto team without those guys. But it's, it's tough to bet against them. They're both really good teams. I like Colorado here. I think that it, the line's going to move a lot. You're not going to get it at minus one thirty-five. So I think at that line, sure. But I just wouldn't get too crazy with it, um, and and start betting them at like minus one eighty against a team that still employs uh, Austin Matthews and John Tavares on their top, their top two centers. Uh, Nylander was with Mikheyev and Tavares. So that line's really solid. Most of their defensemen are in. Campbell should be in. So probably not going to bet this game. Uh, minus 135 is fine, but not going to take anything else. These six and a half over under, it, it feels like, again, like uh, just a toss-up I don't want to get in on. This game does obviously project well. You have the, the two or three of the top goal scorers in the NHL. I know McKinnon might not, you know, be the greatest at finishing, but Franton sure as heck is. Landis Goggs found a way. And, and McKinnon is just such a talented playmaker and, and such an amazing creator of opportunities from anywhere he does anything. So what I think is what I'm getting at here is this might be a game that you really same game parlay multiple goals in um, from those top guys. That might be the way to play it. Just kind of really go off your upside. With, with this game script in general, same with the Carolina and Florida game. And then we'll move on to New Jersey at Columbus, a dead change. You know, they both played each other last time in New Jersey, New Jersey won with Hughes, Brett and Tatar dominated. They had two of the goals and then Brett on the power play. Um, the one caveat to playing Tatar again at probably somewhere around minimum salary is that he did not play on the top power play. He did get a little bit of run with those guys, but he's not in the top power play for some reason. Uh, Bastion is uh, whatever. Maybe they, hopefully they change that, but I think he's in that front guy. Uh, I, yeah, I don't really love this game for any reason other than the goaltending is kind of bad. Um, Jack Hughes has been one of my favorite bets. I was super high on him before. I'm still high on him. I love him as a player prospect all that stuff Jesper Bratt another good piece Oliver Bjorkstrand is uh was kind of a dud in this last match he had 20 minutes and only one shot on net really did not expect that from him with Roslovich and Boracek I thought he was going to get a lot of shooting opportunity and just didn't Patrick Laine played 24 minutes with Jenner and Nyquist so he might really be a, a bit of a sneaky to score prop um three shots that will get Ron net in the last game. And I just love his finishing ability in general. So he might be a little bit sneaky. I don't know if there's anyone that I'm thinking is like a crazy wild uh, bet other than, like I said, Nathan Bastion did play the top power play. So he's a net front guy. So he might be like plus 500 to score. Um, the goaltending's pretty bad, whatever. Why not? Next 
Washington at Minnesota. The huge news here is Kirill Kaprizov is not going to play. That changed up their entire lineup. Um, that put Zuccarello, Hartman, and Fiala. So Fiala kind of in, in initially catapults into probably your top cash game play of the night. He's 4,500 back-to-back Washington team, a really good goal scorer that just has been kind of snake bitten for most of the year until his two, uh, his game before COVID break. And then the winter classic where he went three goals in two games um, before then he'd been kind of the man, can this guy not catch a break guy? Cause he's been one of the better rate shooters in the league. He just hasn't gotten it done. Definitely going to be a heavy, heavy cash game take. I think Hartman uh, shot prop. Let's get it back going again. He took a little time off for us. Didn't quite get it done too many nights. He's been back. I think he's still going to be there. He loses Caprice off, which just probably hurts their line in general. But I think Fiala is pretty skilled. It's not like you're getting a AHL replacement level player. Um, Boldly and Rossi are both going to play five on five together. Uh, Rossi, 2,700. And Nick Boldly, who scored in his first game, is really freaking cheap too. Uh, 2,500. So a really nice two-man stack if, if you want to use it for like all of the Colorado goodness. Um, it's doable. Rossi, first power play. And Boldly second power play, but they got enough run. Uh, Boldly only 13 minutes, but Rossi 16 minutes to make me feel okay about the play in general. <clears throat> I am not going to bet this game as far as who's going to win. Washington on a back-to-back also missing a ton of guys. Doesn't make me feel good either. They had Ovechkin with Kuznetsov and Hathaway. So Car- Garter Hathaway back in their top line. Interesting. So uh, what I'm getting at here is there's a lot of pieces missing. I'm not touching this game. I think Minnesota at plus money at home is fine, but I'm not going to touch it. The over under also, I, I want to take the over, but some of these guys missing, it's really tough to take. Not going to do it. Going to look for some unique props here. Bet like Marco Rossi to score or something. Let's have fun with it. Nashville at Arizona. Nashville Matt, monster favors on the road, but favorites on the road. Nashville in their last game, one four to two against LA on uh, what, Thursday night. Good team. Not a team I like to bet too much on. I love Forsberg and Yossi. Love to take them in DFS. Love to take their props. Arizona, just, I mean, Johan Larson hat trick last game out. I, I don't know. Freaking, you got to be kidding me, but why not? Um, Clayton Keller finally failed us on hitting his prop, but I could go back to it. Other than that, not a lot of interest here. The under feels like a good bet, under six. I know Arizona has been scoring, but that's going to fall off at some point. And Nashville is just a sound defensive team. They probably won't have Saros, which is why I might be a little bit hesitant, but the under feels fine here. Um, plus 100 on Nashville to win by 1.5. Sure, why not? Um, and we'll just keep this moving. Rangers at the Ducks in a game that at this point is not canceled. We would expect Zegers to be back. We'd expect that line to be back together. Raquel with Zegers and uh, Milano. There's still a lot of guys that aren't probably going to play. Um that would probably include a gut slap, but maybe I, we just don't know. This game is such a disaster of a mess right now on the Anaheim side that I have no idea what to say, no idea what to bet. There's nothing available to us. I'm surprised there's even a line. All that being said, if the Rangers and this, and this game does get played and there's multiple guys missing and the Rangers are still minus 115, yeah, I'm going to jam that all night long. Um, the other addition to this list, today was John Gibson. So John Gibson will not be in this game. Stellaris has not been an unbelievable uh, downgrade, but he's still a downgrade to one of the best goalies in the world. So yeah, Rangers who, again, was just Sturkin missing last game. Uh, nothing really coming out about it. Like there might be a minor injury we don't know about, but 
I gotta think he's back in this one after missing two in a row, unless if there is this injury that we have not seen yet. So yeah, minus 115 Rangers, the under, um, and you know, maybe a cackle cackle goal again. Let's just get after it. Let's just keep it going and keep this moving. Chicago at Vegas, um, Vegas won. I, I was really kind of against Vegas going into this game. And then they ended up getting back, um, Leonard and Nat, I think, did they get back Stone? They didn't get back Stone. Interesting. I think they're supposed to get back Stone for this game. I think they're kind of coming off that take and just kind of running with this game being sort of not a lot of interest. They beat the Rangers down five to one. Um, you know, Georgia didn't look great in net, so is what it is. I'm, I mean, yeah, like, you know, looking at this game, I think that it's pretty clearly that I think Vegas is probably the better team. Um I'm not sure if I'm like incredibly bullish on betting them at minus two thirty without you know Patch Ready and, and the boys, but whatever. I just not going to bet that. Give me the over six, and I'll bet some goal props. I think Marcheso still has been one of the better players, like silently one of the best players in the league. Um, so yeah, that, that just feels fine to me. Uh, he's scored two goals last time out, so I'm sure it's not going to be very hidden. Uh, I think a lot of people are probably going to probably going to be in on it. He didn't even rate as their highest expected goals player. Riley Smith did. Um, yeah, but Mark is still probably the best bet there. This game, not a lot of interest. Wait, Mark Stone did play? Oh, my God. This has been a mess. This says he played, but this says he didn't play. I think he did play. I, I'm almost positive he played. Who did he play with? This is, this is Oh, yeah, he played. Yeah, he totally played with Dadenoff and Stephenson. That's why my Dadenoff had the expected goals he did. So, yeah, Mark Stone did return and should be playing again. Couldn't imagine him not just – yeah, not going to bet anything in this game, probably at all, um, other than maybe March or so. But I kind of doubt this game probably is just going to be one that I'm not that interested in. Um, the Chicago side, they were an absolute disaster with their lines. They changed them like 10 times. Kane, Debrinket, and Taze got a lot of time together when they were losing. So if you think they're going to lose again, I would definitely consider the Kane, Debrinket stack because not many people are going to have it. But I'm not going to bet any of their props because they just kind of priced out of consideration for me. And then the final game. Finally, right? Marathon here. Um, Detroit at the Kings. Um, Detroit did not play their last game because of COVID. You know, they just didn't play. Um, so we're looking at, again, I go, it's funny because I really like the Kings in this game. But minus 150 feels a little bit, a little bit much for me to want to be overly bullish on. Uh, we know what we're kind of getting from Detroit. Uh, they're a little bit healthier. The models that I use do like LA to have some goals here. I'm not sure if I'm going to bet much from this game in general. Um, just not, again, not a fun game. The five and a half seems probably correct. As long as the goaltending shows up and quick spend a little bit bad as of late. Um, yeah, not too sure. If you listen to the Morning Skate podcast, you know that we really touted Martin Burke. We thought it'd be super unique. And then like awesome and all the boys were in on it and he scores in the power play. So Martin Burke was was kind of the guy, the, the gem of, the, the slate to bet on. I don't even know if he had a goal prop. I'm almost, I almost feel like I didn't see him in the, in the DK sports book. So you might not even find him. He's up to 3,200 now. He had six shots on goal and a goal and, and about 18 and a half minutes. So a guy that has not played in the NHL like all year gets that bump and, and gets in there and, and does some damage, but they did get beaten um, by Nashville anyways. So yeah, I mean, I'm still in on Burke on the top line and the top power play to score depending on what his line is. That's the best bet from this game. And there's really nothing else I'm all that interested in. Uh, no news or notes that I'm high on. I think that if you want to get a little bit crazy, if you can find it, um, same game parlay, do like 
multiple points from the top line for Detroit because I think they'll find a way to score. Sometimes you can find that on some of the props, like to get a point Larkin, to get a point Bertuzian, to get a point Raymond. I've seen it before where you can pick them all together um, on underdog. That's the best because they're so incredibly heavily correlated. They're really on the ice all the time together, which is really great. But all right, I'm going to get you out of here. That's an awful lot. I'm going to give my favorite bets really quick, though. I think that um, as far as over-unders are concerned, I think that the Carolina-Florida game is the one that I'm hoping to still get in on. Um, and I'm hoping that even as it was at six and a half, it's going to maybe it'll end up making it plus money at some on some sites that were you know, not on DraftKings right now. It's minus 110. But I really do like it a lot. This game projects to be the best uh, in many capacities. Uh, I think that... The Rangers, uh, if it's minus 115, and that just seems incorrect as a line in general. Um, I think that, uh, boy, let's look for another fun one. I like Tampa a ton. I really do think Tampa's in a great spot. McAvoy's a huge difference maker, and if he's out, that game is really, really nice for Tampa. Um, And then the score, Martin Burke, is a really unique one. I mentioned so many things. Just listen back. I'm I'm honestly losing my head. I haven't done a slate this big by myself. This is crazy. Uh, Congratulations to Cecil for for doing this. He's he's awesome. Um, I'm not sure if there's really anything else I want to get to in general. I think I covered pretty much everything. Uh, But let me know. I'm going to be posting bets that I actually placed on my own tomorrow. Extremely exciting. If you're in the state of New York, enjoy it. Let me know what you think. Comment, rate, review. And I also, as I mentioned last time, I might do a little more strategy around same game parlays. I am planning on doing that. I actually saw some YouTube comments. Thank you. Put some more out there and let's, let's do it. I'm going to make a video for you guys and get you out of here. Cause I went way longer than I probably should have, but enjoy the Saturday slate of action. Let's win a ton of money and I'll post a bunch of props and parlays that I'm, I'm actually playing and I can't freaking wait. See ya. Thank <laughs> you.